once upon a time there was an island. Hello my lovers, welcome to the Athen Podcast. I thought I'd do something a little different this month. Throughout the island's history, if you believe the books, people have seen things lurking in the undergrowth. Over the years, the island has been host to mysterious cats, phantom dogs, bears, boar, and even, once, a hyena. Most can be traced to a menagerie established by the Seventh Lord, a menagerie that burned and released its charges to the care of the Atlantic winds. But even long after all the animals must surely have died, the sightings continued. The island isn't alone, of course, in playing host to these things. Black dogs stalk half of England. Britain's moors are covered in cats, and there are things in caves that people still don't like talking about. So, in the spirit of adventure, and because the staff at the hall seem to really want me out of the house for a bit, we're going on a beast hunt. I took my recording devices, the dog, and provisions left out by the cook, and went in search of monsters. I also took a brass-topped cane, the handle a dog's head, that I found by the door. Apparently it belonged to a lost son of Athan, somebody who should have been lord. It was returned with his things when he died, covered in the bog water it was pulled from the body never found. It feels comfortable in the hand, and you never know when you might need a good stick. So please bear with me, the audio is iffy, but I'll provide the commentary I recorded on my return to break it up. Ready? Come on then, into the woods. Waterlogged, thank you. Dog gone already. Dashing into the bush. Following a scent. <laughs> Maybe just trying to get out of the rain. Just me. I'm going inland. You can still hear the waves, but no cats or anything have ever been seen by the water. I'm planning to walk up above the hall to Gautor, then to follow the ridge as it sinks to the pool. And go up the course in the chapel and around the chapel. I'm hoping I can dampen the sound of the wind when I return. It's always blustery when you come up here. There is a story in the records of a visiting farmer who, after lunching in his brother's house down on the quay, came up and above the place, curious about the soil. He stood I guess here, so they say, and looked about. It was then, he said, that he saw a shape, dark and low and feline, crawling over the heather, just across there, under Rockaby Tor. He said it was a cat, large and fierce, but stopped and turned towards him. He was, he said, frozen to the spot. But then the dreadful creature spoke, whispered doom, and set it running. 
they say he came howling down from the upland, sweating and screaming, and straight onto the boat, just setting sail from the harbour. He left his wife and daughter, stunned, at his brother's house. The whole family appearing at the door to see him go by. <sighs> no sign of a talking cat today. Just the tail of a dog as it disappears behind the granite. It's nice to be out here, though, on the hills. There is a lot of wonder to be had on the coast, but I do love the earth and the moor. The recording went a little odd here. From my climb to Rockabye and down again to the stones. There are snippets, but nothing very clear. It's a shame. I was doing, I think, quite a good job of explaining them. There are two sites on Athen. The first is the circle. Eleven standing stones in a circle as close to perfect as a person could manage. That is to say, a wonky ellipse. There is no central stone, though there is an indentation. Perhaps there was a pit there once. All bar one stone of granite. The last is quartz and warm to the touch. If you perch on the top, you can see the sea. Beautiful, truly. And here, in the rocks, you can see the cloth marks left by the carvers. Or if you believe some, the legendary beast of Nathan come here to sharpen their nails. You see, indecipherable. The other group of stones is on the little island in the pool. It isn't deep. You can wade across. Though there are stories that it can get deeper suddenly. That people have been lost in it. There are four stones. Three lent in a tripod, the fourth on top, capping it. It's known on the maps as the King's Tomb, though there's nothing left to show if it ever contained any remains. The stones stand alone now. I did wade across and record some bits there. The dog must have got in amongst the stones and found a rabbit to growl at. You can sort of hear it. Nothing really. It seemed to work fine again once I'd moved away. I've left the moor now. Left the stream that carries the water from the pool to the sea through Perseverance Bay. The short, pony cropped grass of the moors gives way to cushioned heather here. Punctuated with gorse. It starts as stubby tufts, but is a wall of green and gold by the time you reach the edge of the small woodland around the chapel. I do this walk a lot, so the path I cut has stayed. Spiky fingers reach across it, of course, trying to close it behind me. The dog is in the maze of it, chasing smells. Although I walk through it often, I've never really explored the woods. They're the only place on the island I don't always feel safe. I will today, though, because I need to. Most of the sightings of beasts happen in here, though the woods are barely an acre square. Right, leaving the path. 
It's um, mainly oak, some ash, rare elm or two, and quite a lot of black oak. At this time of year, all is bare, the thorn trees silhouetted against the green grey of lichen on the oaks. Oh, it's hard going. The floor is deep with leaf mould. I'm trying not to trip on roots or hidden stones. I was told not to come here in the summer. The ground at the edge of the woods is full of adders, seeking sun. They'll be sleeping now. The rain has eased a little, and even bare branches shelter me from the worst of it. It's very dark. What little light there was is not filtering through the trees at all. I feel like I'm being funneled, like a marble on a run. Hawthorn curves above and drives me deeper. In owl clothes catching as I go, <coughs> and then, <gasps> oh Christ, oh, um, this is odd. Don't. so rusted through, I don't think I'll touch them. A little clay objects. Arms. Legs. Heads. What they're for. I've found out since what it was. One of the housekeepers told me that it used to be on Athen, before everybody left, that if you had a pain, a problem, you'd give it to the woods. And if you play something special, she couldn't recall what, on the altar, the wood might take it from you. Still, absolutely horrifying. There's even a doll here. Ceramic head still painted. Appealing. To the long since ransacked by mice. Oh, bloody hell. The wind blew. <laughs> Moved the head. The way to die lives closed. I can hear the dog running about. I don't like it here. I'm leaving. Sorry. Sorry. It was just, uh, there's a head, I thought, in the bush. Bear's eyes stuck into a trunk. I caught the light. The trunk's been hacked into the shape of a wolf, perhaps. I'm leaving the woods. And as I ran out of there, I must have snagged a branch because when I got home, there was a small clay hand in my pocket. This is on my desk now. I'm not quite sure what to do with it. 
into a draw, I suppose. What's left on the recording is my journey back home, along the island's spine. I've edited it a little. There was about two hours. But um, here's what's left. dog is. She always runs ahead, but I can't see her. I haven't seen her since I called a flash of her in the woods. I think she likes the rain. I don't suppose this will be much of a podcast. No sign of beasties anywhere. And even my own. Oh. Hey, come on. I'll do. Come on. Wait! Completely ignoring me. She's way off. Way up on the tour again. At least the rain stopped. And the wind stopped. I sat here for a moment at the head of a valley that leads to the harbour. Just enjoying it for a while. The rain is back, but on the upside I found some beasts, cows and ponies, wet and dripping. They seem, well, about as uninterested in me as usual, but then something spooked them, and they scattered. I'm disappointed that a dog doesn't usually chase them. She must know she's in trouble, she doesn't come back to me. And that was that. Nothing found, nothing to add, no legends. Just a dog running rings around its owner. She was game though. Soon after I got back, she was up again and scratching to go out. It was like she hadn't been out at all. I was done in though. Clearly she has more stamina than I do. I hope you all enjoyed this, even though we didn't really find anything. Next time I'll be looking at another story from the hall, but if there is anything you'd like to hear about, do say hello on Instagram or Twitter. Visit granitandglitter.com too if you'd like more information. See you next time. Sorry, just one more thing. It might sound silly, I suppose, but my hand hurts. I can't find the clay hand. It's not in the drawer I put it in.
I'm sure it'll turn up. I just thought it was interesting, I suppose.